Adam's working on a very special Photoshop for me as we speak. Oh, okay. Uh, but I did get him. I don't know. He might have said it on one of his weekly purchases because um, I was going to post it out publicly, like you said. Then I DM'd him some edge, some red pant edge. I don't yeah, know. he did mention that that uh, on at odds last week that he doesn't even need to leave his house anymore to buy figs because he has you out there doing all of his hunting for him. Yeah, getting all the chase figures, Joe. That's right. Because you've got the touch. That's like the, what, second or third chase that you found in the wild in, like, just as many months? Second second chase figure I found in the wild. And the only reason I knew about it was because, <clears throat> excuse me, while we were on the, the fig hunt heading down to the Bash at the Brewery, uh, he was like, we were t- telling Dave Holden, like, it's like, oh, if you ever seen AEW with the w- one of 3,000 or one of 5,000, just buy it. It doesn't matter. Right. He goes where the WWEs are like, oh, you know, like you got to know, like, like he said, some Jake, Jake, the snake was a, was a different paint. And he's like, Hey, you see this edge here, this edge, the chase has red pants. That's the difference. And I was like, oh, okay. The edge has red pants. And then I went up to target and I walked up and I came around the corner and I was like, does this edge have red pants? And it did, it did, but it was really hard to see because the jacket was kind of closed. So I was like, ah, I was like, ah, you want it? And he's like, yeah, I'll take it. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. And he gave me a, he, he, he rounded up to the nearest dollar to give me a tip. So. That was very nice of him. Yes, it was. My, uh, Adam's special Photoshop is done. Oh, okay. I could give you the, uh, gist of it. It is wrestling related, right? Okay. Uh, and then we'll get into you because we got it's a, it's a mostly Todd uh, after dark this week because Todd's the adventure boy, not me. Yes, I am. Um, so I know you'll be surprised by this that there was wrestling stuff going on, right? Okay. And uh, Broski, Adam's close personal friend, made some sort of remark, and then Phil from Chicago, um, oh. you know. Uh, I'm a nice man who's never done anything wrong <laughs> in the last nine months. Oh, is that the clock still ticking on that? Yeah, listen, uh, maybe those hands have uh, kind of stood still after some of the things that he's said and done. So he kind of clapped bro- back on Broski a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So Adam's like, well, I don't get what punk means by this. And then we were kind of going back and forth. And uh, Adam said... That, um, because Broski likes to brag that he texts Vince McMahon on a regular basis, right? Right, seems legit. So, Adam says, like, whatever, 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 and Broski texting Vince's jitterbug on his birthday doesn't mean, like, whatever, right? A jitterbug's a phone? Jitterbug, you you don't know the jitterbug? Isn't the jitterbug the, the elderly person phone? Yes! Okay, all right. I, to... I used I used the Charleston phone myself. Okay. Not the twenty three skidoo. <laughs> no, that was the one I was trying out, but the Charleston's the one for me. So I pop for the jitterbug. Mm-hmm. Adam sends a picture of what the jitterbug looks like. Right. And I think to myself, I go, Oh, how would it, how funny would it be if it was just like instead of like buttons or whatever? It mm-hmm. was just like six, like the normal, like, you know, nine buttons and whatever, uh, the zero and whatever, whatever, right? That it was just like six buttons on the phone. 
where it was like pictures of people that Vince calls in his life, right? <laughs> a, a, a different type of picture phone. Right. So then Adam replies with the uh, smartphone version of the jitterbug, which is called the Lively. Oh. Which has the feature that I wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just essentially, it's six buttons. It's like there's the big red emergency across the top. Right. And then it's six pictures with the people's names. And you just touch them and that's how you call them. That's that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So then it was going back and forth of who the six people should be. Finding the right pictures and so on and so forth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was a group project. And I have to ask him, and the finished product just came through now, and I saved the picture. Uh, Hang on. Are you sending it to me? Currently is. Uh, Because I told him, I go, you better hurry up, because I'm about to record the show, and that was like 15 minutes ago. And, And he sent it, and uh, Adam's like, I'm sure it'll be the talk of After Dark. And I'm like, it already is! Ah! Talking figures and phones. Joe, did you know I gave myself another figure name, by the way? No, what did you give yourself? I'm also, I'm Fig Daddy Cool, as everybody knows, which I'm still willing to sell to the boar for a small price. Okay. Um, But now, because I'm getting chases in the wild, like we said, um... I'm the governor of Fig Sylvania. So oh my goodness! I'm thinking about getting a shirt that says that. So when I'm on Doll Safari, you know what I mean. Yeah. People will know. All right, so I just tweeted the picture out. Oh, I'll have to look at that. You have to look at it. it. My phone won't make a noise. I have it turned down. So good. I'll wait till you're done because there might be questions. <laughs> there probably usually is, but I. It's gonna take me a second because my Twitter seems to like be on a 10 second delay when i when i go into it gotcha sucks oh okay um i only know let's see i know you can i say these things i don't know yeah 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 okay i know you're sweet brucey right um i i know is is linda linda mcmahon yes okay i know linda so i know uh i know paul uh Broski, I apparently know. Is Nick Khan the guy who owns AEW? No, Nick Khan is the guy that Vince hired to like kind of shape up WWE. Ah, going swimmingly, I hear. Uh, to them it is. You know, they had like their like their last three quarters were like the most profitable quarters they've ever had in their lives. Sure, when you shave off all the talent contract, that's how you right. keep the money, Joe. Oh my god, why do I know that? You know why you know that. I know why I know that. All right, so those are all. And then is Prince Mo the Saudi blood money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. There was discussion back and forth if it should be Prince Mo or if it just should be dollar signs mm. uh, amongst the committee, let's say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, it was uh, agreed upon to be both. Okay. Um, I, I would have done... A bag with a dollar sign on it, but then you would have got sued. So, <laughs> and then uh, I I had to choose a different picture initially of Nick Con or of Kevin Dunn. The picture I had was too close. Okay. 
and I had to get a picture of Bru- like all these are relatively close pictures. And Adam's like, I got a picture of Broski. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no shit, you know. Of course he does, hanging above his bed, Joe. right? But I had to get a picture of Brucey at his most coked out. So that was. I'm sorry, what? On I had to get a picture of Brucey at his most coked out, allegedly. Right. No, I was I was thinking the word Spectrox, but anyway. Well. Listen, when it's Bruce, it's spec. It's it's blow. <laughs> oh my god! So then, who's Kevin Dunn? Kevin Dunn is like the guy who does like he is Vince's right hand man. He's mm. the guy who does like all the camera and editing and stuff like that. Uh, okay. So when you hear people complain about like, oh, there was like two guys standing in the ring and there was fifteen camera cuts, that's Kevin Dunn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never heard that, so it's okay. Um, the only qu- the burning question I have. Is did Adam buy the Broski wedding trunks? No, <laughs> no, he did not. He okay. was outbid uh, on the wedding trunks, and this is a spoiler for those of you uh, <laughs> who are poor and have to wait for Friday for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Right. Um, Broski is going to go buy a second pair of the wedding uh, trunks and send them to this guy Shawnee in the group because Shawnee, who's a man of larger carriage. Right. Uh, said that if he won it, he was going to take a picture of himself in the Broski trunks and put them in the group. But right. he didn't win it. But Broski's like, well, if you still take the picture, I'll buy them and send them to you. Right. See, now I have two two thoughts on that. One is I'm shocked Broski found something, uh, more of something on a pallet in the back somewhere, Joe. Right. Shocked. And two, um, I was hoping these would be worn at the real Rumble if Adam had bought them. That and the purple jacket, just those. He said he's retiring wearing the purple jacket in public. Right, but if he had won the wedding trunks, I say you get, you know, you get one more of the purple jacket. You know, but that's just me. So, uh, so uh, how was Weird Al? Um, Weird Al was fun. Um. So we went down, it was me, Scott, Josh, and his wife, Alyssa. Um, and that's a good crew. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We went down, um, we went to eat at, uh, I know you'll know if I'm, I, I think I have the name right. It's right next to the Kirby to Redondo's. So that's, that is so funny because we were there um, maybe earlier. Uh, that night because so uh oh no no we were there the day before we were there the day before go ahead okay so we went there we got dinner and um i ended up getting the italian stromboli minus the sweet peppers or hot peppers i don't know what what there was peppers in it and literally joe i was like okay i said can i ask because sometimes they make the strombolis and they're made you know what i mean they're not made from scratch as you order them. They're like, oh, we make them in the morning, whatever. I've had that happen. So I was like, oh, okay. So the, the Italian stromboli has ham, salami, pepperoni, cheese, and peppers. And I said, can I get that without peppers? And they're like, yeah, you can get whatever you want. It like taken out, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, that's what I want. I want the Italian stromboli with ham, pepperoni, salami, cheese, no peppers. If there's any peppers in my stromboli, I'll cry. Did they say a boy was here the night before, a 45-year-old boy who said the same thing about his cheeseburger? No, he did not. That might not have been his chef. Okay. 
So we ended up eating. Everything was amazing. You know what I mean? I, I really liked it. And then we go over to the Kirby and we're waiting outside, blah, blah, blah. And uh, on the on the website, they just had Weird Al. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, we want to go. So we all looked up tickets. Scott, Because we were buying tickets for stuff all over the place. And each one was putting me, Josh, and Scott were going to different concerts. So it was like, okay, when this concert would pop up, it would be like, you buy those tickets. Um, all right, we're going to this concert. I'll buy this ticket. And then Scott bought those tickets. And then in the end, everybody's just pretty much is a push, if you get what I mean. You don't have to do any money. So Scott had the tickets and I never saw them and they never said who the opening act was, uh, that there even was an opening act. for Right. And I'll, I'll interject and say, I would assume at this point, Weird Al doesn't have an opening act. You're just going to see Weird Al. Right. So we go and, uh, Scott has the tickets, they're physical tickets and he pulls them out. He's like, here, here, here. Oh, and he didn't have to do the physical ticket opportunity like you and, uh. Josh did for uh, Jack White. No, and because Josh goes, oh, physical tickets. I I didn't leave. I didn't leave my phone back at home on the charger. He goes, right. So, um, so we so we get them and we're talking. We get inside and I was gonna take a picture of. They had the merch, but we got scooted away. Um, that they had a weird Al Yankovic. Uh. Uh, like a, I don't know what they're called, like a Gilligan hat, you know what I mean, from Gilligan's yeah. Island, bucket hat, they might call them. Yes. It had one of those, but then it had the Weird Al Yankovic wig under it, so when you put it on, your hair was his hair. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I, I was thinking about getting Joe one of those because your your love of wigs. And then we go off to the side, and he's like, oh, I did, I never looked on these tickets. He goes, there's an opening band. Scott goes, right. He goes, some emo group or something. <laughs> no, is this Scott being funny or does he know? Right. He doesn't. He, I said, what is it? He goes, emo Phillips. And I'm like, no, it's a comedian. And he goes, oh, okay. And I think Josh and Alyssa had never heard of him, to tell you the truth. So they're younger. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, and I said, he was in this and he was in UHF and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, I kind I I kind of remember him. Then when he came out on stage and he started doing his bit, he, he leaned into me. He goes, I know who he is. I just didn't know his name. You know what I mean? I said, fair yes. enough. Fair enough. But I just I just laughed at that there was an opening band. Um, he came out. Uh, if you like his stuff, he killed, if you get what I mean. Um, well, okay. So that's a great question. So how is Emo looking? Um, from where I was sitting, it was tough to tell because I have terrible eyes. But uh, he was looking okay from far away. Uh, uh, he, he was, he wasn't moving as great as you think he would. You know what I mean? Um, sure. and his, he still did the, like the emo, like, you know, I'm emo Phillips, you know, like, but his timing was like, like any, as any older comedian gets, I was like, oh, okay. And then as the set went on and he was obviously putting in new stuff cause he had paper like in this backpack that he brought out and he ended up saying the bit was that he goes, Oh, like recently I, you know, I got, uh, you know, the people from Wilkes-Barre, uh, sent me, you know, they're like, can we interview you for the, for the newspaper? And he said, yeah. And they said, he's like, Oh, well, I don't have time right now. Can you email me the questions? And they go, they said, sure. We'll send the questions off to you. And then he goes, 
Um, so I guess I'll answer some of these questions. I'll, I will answer the questions for them right now. So they had e- that was the joke that they had emailed them like months ago. And the first question was, since Easter's coming up, he's like, are you religious? And he does like like a joke for that. And then he would go do his other jokes. And then he would come back and say, would I f-? and he'd read them off the paper and say they were questions from the thing. And I'm like, those are new. That's his notebook. You know what I mean? And he was testing bits and what would work and what, and like one just like died. And he was like, oh, like, and he did something else. And you could just see him like doing stuff with the paper. So I figured he was like, that's a no. You know what I mean? Well, we're, we're, we're a C plus town, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So you try the new material here. And if it doesn't get over in the sticks, then it won't get over in the big leagues, you know? Right, right, right. So it, it was fun. Um, I laughed really hard and stuff. And then as he was going, like uh, the, like he closed really strong. He really, he closed really strong. And my favorite, one of my favorite bits, he's like, I'd like to thank weird Al Yankovic for having me open up for the intermission between me and him. (laughs) I was like, all right, that's pretty good. Um, And then he left. And then I, I tweeted the picture of the the ticket and he ended up, he, he vanity searched his own name, Joe, and like tweet. So, that's a bummer. What? It's Emo Phillips. It makes me sad when people that, uh, and again, let's not say respect, but like people who I have a higher opinion of. Right. Are va- I find out that they're vanity searchers. Okay. I, I will say this, though. He didn't do my all-time favorite Emo Phillips joke, though, which is he's like, when I die, I want to go like my uncle. In his sleep, not like the kids screaming and yelling on the bus he was driving. <laughs> That's my favorite joke. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he was fun. So that was interesting. And then Weird Al came out. And w- I'm going to say this with mad respect. Weird Al was what Weird Al is. He sounds great. He, you know, he did it well. Um, I wasn't like odd or anything by it. But what I because what I found out later was this was his all originals tour. He didn't okay. do, he didn't do any of the parody songs. Um, whole, okay, it's no, I assume style parodies or no, like you know, like he let me just and we'll get there. Like he didn't do like I know he says he doesn't do fat anymore and he doesn't do like uh, Rocky Road like or no he doesn't do any of the Michael Jackson stuff anymore. But he didn't do any of those parody songs that are take like uh, like Amish Paradise blah blah blah. He saved those all up like he did for them at the end in the encore as a as a medley. Like he went from one into the other, but the whole show. I guess, and Josh ended up saying afterwards, he says, I didn't want to say anything. Like, because when we go, if any of us look at a set, uh, on set list of what the set lists are for the shows that we go see, um, we don't, like, if somebody says, do you want to know the set list? Yes or no. I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. So he knew what the set list was. And he was like, oh, yeah, everything is like his, like, original written music. And then, you know what I'm trying to say, originals. Um, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, the Al pa- does, see what I'm asking is, because Al does a lot of, like, style parodies, you know, mm-hmm. where it's not, like, a parody of the song, but it'll be sound-alike to a certain type of music. Right, right. Like, um, I guess the best example is, like, did he play Dare to be Stupid? 
Yes, he played Dare to be Stupid, but it was it sounded like a girl from Ipanema and it was like acoustic. Okay, okay. So he changed it up. I want to say girl from Ipanema, something like that. You know what I mean? Like I and I won't say acoustic, but you get what I'm saying. I do. Right. So he played that and then at the end he played like Yoda, Amish Paradise. Um uh, I'm trying to think what else he did, but there was like four of them. Um, and I was like, okay. And that was kind of it. And I was like shocked that he didn't mix any of them in. Um, but one of the things that I did like was he was like, this is my last song, which he played. Uh, he goes, this is my last song. Unless there's a encore, which what are the chances of that? He was going, you know, like, he's like, that's highly unlikely that we would get an encore. I was okay. So he played Albuquerque. Do you know the song? I do. Okay. So, you know, the part where they get to, the donuts. Yes. And it's like, do you have any Bavarian creams? No, I don't have any Bavarian creams. And he goes, okay, so they go through a bunch of the donuts. He's like, do you have any strawberry donuts? No, I don't have any strawberry donuts. Do you have any blueberry donuts? No, I, I don't have any blueberry donuts. Do you have any boysenberry donuts? Do you have any blackberry donuts? Do you have any, uh, and he goes through all the berry donuts. And then he's like, do you have any holly berry donuts? And they're like, no, I don't have any of those. And then he just like, you, you can't see it, but he winks to the crowd and he just goes, do you have any Wilkesbury donuts? Oh, Jesus right? Christ. And the place goes nuts, right? And, and like literally Scott and Josh kind of lean into me at the same time and they go, cheap pop, <laughs> right? So that was really cool. Then he, uh, the song was over, but that had a ton of energy. And then they're like, okay, we're going to leave like that. Good night, everybody. And they just wait on stage for the encore. <laughs> like they don't close the curtains. They just like leave their instruments and stand in the corner where everybody could see. And then a guy comes out and he like starts spit shining the drum set. And people just like clapped for like, I want to say less than a minute. And they come back out like, oh, my God, kind of a deal. So, like, oh. And I was like, to me, I found that, like, very funny for the encore because they usually drag it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, boom, encore. And I was like, oh, this is this is really good. But overall, I had a great show, Um, had fun, was just a little surprised by the set list. Okay. Now, um, what was the merch situation like? Was there, like, an opportunity to get, like, Mark photos with Weird Al? Or is that, some, that not something Weird Al does? I don't know because I walked right – like, I look at the merch table, but I, I was like, I'm not getting any merch. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just not my thing. Like, I, all the joking aside, like, I've never bought a shirt off of anybody because they never have my size, whatever. Sure. So, unless they're the Batari. Well, you mentioned about the bucket hats, but other than that, there was nothing else. Right. Uh, they had other stuff, but I didn't even look. So, uh, but they were asking anybody who was like, they were yelling as anybody was coming through any VIPs, VIPs, come here. Like, so I'm guessing like they didn't have, like when we went in, he wasn't there or op options. And when we were coming out, they were, I have a feeling like, cause that's the new thing with concerts is VIPs and photo opportunities. There's that word again. Um, right that you pay for that in advance. And like when I did that with Alice Cooper, oh my God, almost 15 years ago. Yeah. That's at the end of the show, like off to the side. It was on the bus for us. You know what I mean? Right. What was it? Seven up in uh, Ritz crackers. Diet seven up, diet That's seven it. up. And then he gave me, uh, yeah, he said I could have whatever I want off his fruit and cheese plate. <laughs> 
But uh, so, yeah, so I guess like I wouldn't doubt that there was if they had VIP packages that they were asking about. Sure. Um, uh, that's that's where it was, because uh, Amo Phillips did mention the VIP packages. That was the front. That was the front couple of rows. It was for the rich people or what goes for rich in Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> like, that's, that's a good one. Yep. Oh, he showed you pores, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. So all in all, it was a good night. Uh, got food, got a show, went home, yes. got some sleep. It was fantastic. So now, Todd, it's quiz time. And you know me, I hate bits. Right, right. And this, I guess, is as close to a recurring bit as I could possibly have on this show. Okay. We revisited this six months ago. But oh. now it's time to revisit a year later. Is this a Gumroad thing? This is the Gumroad thing. The Kevin okay. McGuire Gumroad opportunity. Right. Now, if you remember, uh, Gumroad is more or less like a kind of Kickstarter-y sort of thing. I, more so for artists and stuff. Right. It's almost like a Substack. Yeah, it's kind of like a mix between that. Uh, like Substack, sure, but... Um, so let's kind of get into it, okay? Okay. Um, there's three sections to uh, Kevin McGuire's Substack. Gumroad. Uh, uh, Substack, Gumroad. Products, membership, and posts. Okay. Since his first post one year ago, Todd. Right. How many posts has Kevin made in his Gumroad? Um... Zero? Zero is the correct answer. <laughs> now, uh, in the products section, um, we have, you know, he has a bunch of different prints and stories. Um, at this point, it's mostly the same Justice League 3000 artist prints that mm -hmm. there were six months ago. Right. And Tanga pages that were not up before. And I don't know if this is a cover. It looks like it might be a cover. And I don't remember seeing this up here before because I would have, you know, I would have been like, hey, that looks pretty cool. Um, it doesn't say that it's a print or anything or an artist proof or whatever um, of a cover that he did for Red Sonia Mars Attacks. Right. So nothing new there. Now... Under the subscription section, now with the subscription sec, the membership, subscription, whatever, the Mary Magster Society mm -hmm. uh, for $5 a month. Um, it's a membership, kind of like a patron, but more importantly, it's now the venue for me to do my own creator, own comic storytelling. Is one post in a year. Um, I'll be sharing works in progress, blogging, sharing videos, all kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm genuinely excited to see where this goes. Come along if you dare. How many people have signed up to be a member of this at $5 a clip uh, per month? I'm going to say no people at $5, but probably one person for $9. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be the ultimate loser move. If right, you had right. only one patron that subscribed at some random dollar amount that's not even offered as part of your 
subscription service. Right, and they don't put out anything as the subscription, but go ahead. Well, neither does Kevin. So that's fair, that's fair. So your guessing is zero? Yeah, uh, no, there's probably suckers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there probably is, Todd. I'm going to say, is there eight suckers? Four. For, ooh, I doubled it. Yes. Um, so I, I, I assume if he did more than zero posts in a year, he might have more than four. I don't think he promotes it either. Well, no, that gets in the way, that gets in the way of edibles, Joe. I guess. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so now I just have to update my phone to remind me six months from now to come back and revisit this. Mm-hmm. Again, the closest to a bit that I have. Ah, uh, well, I'm working on more, so because I know you. Oh, love you're a working bit. on a bit. Yeah. Uh oh. Th- that's where you're supposed to say good luck with that. Oh, good luck with that. There you go. No, see, you're saying that too nicely, as to oppose the first time I told it to you uh, off mic, and it was like you got a bit. Good luck with that. <laughs> Somebody uh, privately accused me. Oh, and that's the other thing. So, uh, and this will close out this uh, After Dark, right? Right, it was a short show. Several people, well, we started late. Right. uh, Several people contacted me privately, very upset uh, about your remarks on last week's show, uh, on the main show, about Sam Raimi, but more importantly, about Bruce Campbell. Right. And I had to lie to them and say, and they're going to hear this, so whatever. I had to lie to them and say, oh, Todd's just a silly boy doing a bit. Right. So that they, so I wouldn't have to hear them burying you for weeks on end because of your bad opinions on Sam Raimi and more importantly on Bruce Campbell. Um, yeah, well, you take all that heat. I, I, I noticed that they're all cowards, so nobody came to me. So... I can defend myself, Joe. <laughs> you think, well, I don't you think, think these people I'm, have your I, personal you phone think, number is all. Right. You think I can't suffer the slings and arrows of Bruce Campbell fans? I well, I, I, I'll say this then. Uh, if you're in the sound of my voice and you have a problem with anything that Todd says uh, on on this show, I will give you his personal home phone number. The home number you can do, not the cell number. Right. That's the Cinnabon business phone. Right. I'm not going to give you the Cinnabon business line. I know. Listen, you're doing business there. Right. Uh, But I'll give you Todd's personal home phone number and you can call him and leave a message and give him what for because he's not going to answer you, you know? Uh, And I'm actually, you know what? I'll give my home phone number out on here right now. Okay. And my my home phone number is 570-489-8742. Um, I get that in a bundle with my cable and my internet or, and my internet, and I don't even have a phone hooked up. Uh, they're like, okay, if you want to get rid of the phone that you've had for your whole life, um, our, your cable will go up if you cut your phone, because it's a, it's a thing. So in the back of my, uh, uh router, there's a plug for the phone. The only the only reason I have that, I have a phone next to it, unjacked in, that, so I could put the phone in there, or as I call it, my cell phone detector. Um, so when I lose my phone, 
I plug my, my phone in that I have laying there real quick, call my phone. Okay. It's ringing over there. Unplug it. I don't, I don't care about the house phone. I don't think I've had a house phone since I've lived in this house. Right. A landline, if you will. A landline. Yeah. And my dad is that like, my dad has the same thing with, I think, uh, who's the cable up in that neck of the woods? Xfinity. It's Comcast slash Xfinity. Yeah. Where he has the same thing where like, he doesn't really need the house phone, mm-hmm. but to have the cable and the internet, you have to have it to get the lower price. So he's like, whatever. Right. That's the way I am. Like if they had a price for just like cable and uh, the internet, yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. Or even if it was slightly more, I would do it. But there is a part of me in a weird way that I know that, that this is my phone number since um, I'm born. I kind of don't want to lose it in a weird way, like OCD way. Um, womb to tomb, baby, as I always say. Oh. But uh, I don't know. So I think my brother uh, does the same thing. He still has like our phone number that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then we had a separate line that was like, remember when you had to have a separate line for the internet? Oh, yeah, because my yeah. mother got mad at me for the first one. Do you right. remember, like, because you couldn't call if you were on the internet. So we ended up having a second phone line, which was um, my, technically my phone line that I had to pay for. Right, a luxury, a sposto luxury. Yes, yes. And that number I still remember. And I think it's some sort of business. And we're going to end the show with me calling them. Right now, and hopefully it's not like some sort of bizarre pervert sex line, because I remember the number. No, it used to be some bizarre pervert sex line. It used to be. (laughs) Right. Last time we called someone on the air, it worked out great. (laughs) Right, I'm still waiting for you to get back to voice message system. Sorry, the mailbox belonging to Dave Scavo. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That's your good buddy, Dave Scabbo. Hey, everybody, Scabbo. <laughs> Dave I Scabbo. I think it's somebody named Scabbo. <laughs> some, guy, <laughs> some guy named Scabbo. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right, that's enough of this. Uh, mm-hmm. This was uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark 392. I hope so. Yep. All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you all next week. No plugs. Amazon, Patreon, whatever. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.